Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, just jumping in quickly before we start. Um, I just want to apologize that Kate's mic, there was a little issue with it this week. Um, so it sounds a little bit off. She's a little bit distant. I've tried to fix it up as much as I could. Unfortunately, it's pretty difficult to fix when you don't know too much like myself. Uh, it won't be an issue again, but, uh, yeah, just wanted to let you guys know. Hey, Gemma here. Welcome to another episode of Australian Jams. I've got an absolute champion of the local music industry, Melbourne music industry, um, with me today. Hey, Kate. How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell us who you are and what you do. Uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> My name is Kate Duncan, and I am the newly appointed CEO of The Push. Um, yeah. We're a youth music organisation based here in Melbourne, um, but we represent statewide across Victoria uh, young people aged 12 to 25 who are interested in pursuing a career in the music industry. Yep. And um, we deliver a range of projects and events that um, foster and support um, not only that but just the wider all ages music scene and community across Victoria. Yeah awesome so a bit of context for listeners who don't know much about the push Um, we had Mel on late last year who's also a member of the push and she's amazing as well Um, so the push runs things like the mentoring program and things like that that really support youths coming through in the industry and then kind of creates a community around everyone right yeah it's so important and it's actually our 30th anniversary this year which is pretty wild um wait we are going to be having a special celebration in honor of that later in the year yes um but yeah, I guess over those 30 years, you know, um, we, we claim that we've supported more than 600,000 young people across the state um, in, you know, various ways, be it through someone who had their first live music experience at an underage or all ages event through a push event or through the freezer program. Yep. Um, but also, you know, so many people that are working across Australia and internationally in the music industry now, so many people have come through their pathway because of the push and the programs that we deliver and support. So um, it's pretty powerful in fostering, you know, future generations of music industry professionals. And I think it's, you know, really unique in that position because it's not many other organisations, definitely nationally um, and internationally, that are committed to that. Yeah, and 
like have such dedicated staff. So we were just speaking off air about uh, a friend of mine who's been on the podcast, Sabby Robertson, who um, is in the UK at the moment at The Great Escape with her artist, Alexander Biggs, who has also been on the podcast, um, who just won the Lighthouse Award. Yeah, so we're correct. seeing those people that went through the mentoring program that are really starting to make headway in the industry on not only a local level but on an international scale. So it's really exciting. And um, Georgia Cook's another one uh, I want to shout out in terms of the push. I did the mentoring program with her, and she just recently got her first cover on, I think it was The Age magazine Yeah. Um, with Courtney Barnett, which is so cool as well. So she's working at Remote Control. So it's really Courtney awesome. Courtney Barnett, also a push mentor yes. alumni. <laughs> yeah. So it's just so exciting to see these people, again, not only locally doing really well, but um, on an international level, really making that headway. So, and championing a lot of women too, which is sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the push. I love Mel. I love Kate. Everyone. Ah, yeah. so Yay. much love. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about your songs now. Who? What's your first song choice? Yeah, let's go. That's a pretty good segue. Um, you know, <laughs> awesome women in the music industry, and um, what the push has done in championing young women in in our community um jungle cuffs yes they are my favorite one of my favorite young local melbourne emerging artists right now um who have come through uh the pushes programs um played their first show at the push pop-up shop uh, at call arts last year as a part of um yara's leaps and bounds festival uh evie vla the front woman of jungle cuffs is on our youth advisory committee and um was also a member of the pushes new slang all ages events team last year and she was the MC at our live at the steps event which had 10,000 young people oh, wow. out last year she's a total superstar um and jungle cuffs yeah you know they're just four young girls writing angsty songs about shit guys that <laughs> you know end up at their houses when they're not invited for parties and um you know yeah Evie's just a total superstar and I reckon she's gonna be doing some pretty awesome stuff yeah um she's actually doing her first ever solo show um at our sold out new slang show which is happening next week the first of june um at art center melbourne uh so i can't wait to see you know normally she's like totally you know up the front of the band but it'll be really interesting to see her in a solo context um what that's like but yeah they write some killer songs and they're heaps of fun live and uh yeah you've got to check out jungle cups they're actually doing a residency at the gasso um on tuesday nights um this month in May. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, check them out. They're playing all the time. They're just killing it. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, so I'd never actually heard of Jungle Cuffs before you sent this song through. And I kind of got the vibe that they were like a slightly more punky version of Laser Tits and Suscunts kind of thing mm-hmm. where they're just, yeah, angsty, young, and just writing real, really pure and raw songs that they just want to get out there. Yeah. And it's just about releasing that into the world and then just moving on to the next thing and continuing to do that. Totally. So they formed through Girls Rock Melbourne. I um, love Girls Rock. Yeah, we yes. all love Girls Rock Melbourne. <laughs> um, so they formed at Girls Rock Melbourne last year. Yep. Uh, and yeah, have just been playing, like it feels like they're playing every live music venue every week. <laughs> they're all still underage. Their parents go with them, chaperone oh, them amazing. to all the shows. Um, yeah, they like... Yeah, they're poor parents. They're the most supportive uh, roadies, <laughs> I think, I've seen That's in a very so long cool. time. Uh, Evie's mum and dad are the coolest parents I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's um, let's have a bit of a listen to... There's Eshays. Eshays. Eshays in my house <laughs> by Jungle Cups. Outside. Outside. 
Okay, my first song for today. Um, I've chosen Okenyo's new song, Utopia. Um, I chose it for a couple of reasons. One, it's a brilliant song that's super interesting and kind of keeps you off guard. But also I want to talk about uh, the documentary, Her Sound, Her Story, that I've spoken about in the past because Michelle has been on and um, they've been doing some really wonderful things, uh, developing the conversation about women in music, especially in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that Okenyo was, uh, I connected the most with her in, in the documentary um, in terms of her rawness and her honesty. And, and she was the only one that really kind of teared up and mm-hmm. got super emotional and looked at it on the perspective of, or from the perspective of a child seeing her doing things, not just in music, but in play school which she does and other things Mm. and how important that is for young people to see and and she brought up the concept of representation and how important that is and I really connected with what she said obviously I have lived a very different life to her and all that kind of stuff but I I think it really opens people's eyes and the way she delivered that was really beautiful Mm. um and well done Claudia and Michelle for being able to draw that out Mm. so a lot of the other women rightly were angry or they were frustrated and things like that but I found her really kind of softness and a rawness to the way she spoke, Mm. Um, which I then find really juxtaposed when she releases her music, which is quite edgy and hard and and really making a statement in a different way. And I find the two kind of different sides to the way she has been portrayed recently by on her own um, with her under her own guise, (laughs) sorry, difficult to talk. Mm. Um, I find that really interesting the way she's able to do both of those things in a really honest way. Mm. So that's my little rant. But her sound, her story is also incredible. Um, everyone, please try to see it when they can. Um, I'll kind of keep everyone updated on social media where the screenings are. But Yeah, what, what I found so fascinating about her sound, her story was that Claudia and Michelle, you know, brought the perspectives not of people that were necessarily um, – engaged within our community prior to working on the project which brought this perspective as a you know Claudia in her own right as an incredible filmmaker and Michelle as an incredible photographer yeah they just brought this perspective that I think although we've been having this discourse a lot recently around representation in the music industry they were just able to to kind of take it to the next level Mm -hmm. through looking at it in a way that we might not have otherwise been able to capture Um, and in a generational way as well they didn't just speak to people that were there in the 90s when there mm -hmm. was an issue or just in the 80s Mm -hmm. or just now they brought all of that together and brought all of those experiences together and like okay this is a problem that's been spanning decades Mm -hmm. what are we going to do and i found that really interesting and um Another thing that I found awesome about the doco is that I leave a lot of things um, talking about women in music and and misrepresentation and all those sorts of things. I leave it feeling frustrated and angry and um, annoyed by it. And you're like, well, what what am I meant to do? Mm. I feel really, really helpless leaving those sorts of things a lot of the time. But leaving this, I felt really motivated and inspired because they weren't just talking about it from the, like this is what I'm going through perspective, Mm. but we're banding together now and this is what we're doing. And I left feeling really like motivated to do more things in music, which we need to do more of those things. And I think there's so much online where people are having this conversation and it just becomes kind of like a a fighting space for people to just call people out on like, you know, I don't know, you're not doing this 
well enough or, you know, and, and it's like, what does that actually achieve? It's not, it's just, you know, cutting people down and shutting people down. And um, whereas what you've articulated really well was that, you know, out you walk out of watching this and it's like, yes, what can I do? You know, let's, let's be collective and support each other in, in yep. bringing change. And yeah, there should be more of that for sure. Yeah. And that's why I got so excited about this film. And obviously knowing Michelle prior to seeing it, I know I've never met Claudia in my life, um, but she's amazing as well. I've seen a lot of things with her and the Q and A and everything was wonderful. Mm. But just the way they brought everyone in together was really beautiful, mm. I think. And it wasn't an exclusive kind of only these women or only women or only this or only that. It was everyone's going to see this. Everyone needs to understand the situation. What are we going to do? And I just thought that was really cool. And just come bring it back to her, Kenyo. I found her as the most poignant part of that mm. whole thing. So. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry to Okenyo for making all of this about the film and not about the amazing song that she's released. But, yeah, that's kind of my train of thought here. Yeah, no, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's have a listen to it. And um, I'll be sure to include on social media, as I said, um, any screenings that might be happening in your area. So this is Utopia, Utopia by Okenyo. Just each other is buzzing like I am loving HDC. No worries, no one else is to be seen. I deal the way we feel. I deal the way we feel. Classic one piece, it never looks so lovely The ocean crashes, but you're still laughing Back to nature, no harm in that No need for big city electricity right here uh, You know how I feel You know how I feel When the time to come leave Remember the sense of ease Okay, what's your next song? <clears throat> um, crap Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> What is my next song? Do you want to do the rat hammock one? Yeah, yes, let's, do let's the rat talk about Rat Hammock. Uh, yeah, let's talk about them. My favorite band, full stop. <laughs> that could be a big statement, but I'm quite okay to own that. <laughs> They're a pretty good band. <laughs> so good that I decided to um, take on a loose term of manager uh, on weekends and weeknights. Um, I love them so much. So, Rat Hammock are your new favorite band. Uh, they are four of my favorite humans. Uh, how many times can I say favorite in, <laughs> when describing Rat Hammock? Let's go for the record. Um, Jackson Phelan is um, a very special songwriter mm-hmm. who um, is just, you know, in the beginning days of his career. But, um, you know, when, again, there's a push story connected to this. Yeah. Um, he came through our incredible Push Songs program. Uh, which is headed up by Charles Jenkins and has been running for 10 years now. Yeah, well. And it's a one-on-one songwriting program where emerging songwriters get the opportunity to be matched up with um, established songwriters and workshop their craft and songs. And um, one day I was sitting in the office last year, just like, I don't know, shooting through my inbox or something, and through the walls at the push, I heard someone play these songs. Yeah. And I was just like, I couldn't work I just stopped and had to listen and was completely blown away and the next day I said to Charles who was that you know we heard through the wall yesterday and he's like oh yeah that's Jackson he's really good I'm like yeah no shit he's amazing (laughs) uh and then every week that Jackson came back I would just like block out my calendar and make sure that I was always at my desk so that I could like listen in on whatever he was playing and um anyway I found out that he played in Rat Hammock and so I liked them on Facebook and was, you know, trolling their social media pages for many, many months. 
And uh, fast forward to big sound in September last year and I was like standing at the traffic lights waiting to cross the road <laughs> and this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, are you Kate Duncan? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I think you've liked my band on Facebook. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Who's your band? And he's like, Rat Hammock. And I'm like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> I love Rat Hammock. You're like my favorite band in the entire world. Uh, and then, yeah, flash forward to um, their EP launch um, at the Gas so upstairs in September-ish, October-ish last year, and um, I may have had one too many glasses of sparkling wine and uh, <laughs> offered my, in inverted commas, management services to the band, and um, yeah, here we are. Uh, however many months later, uh, I'm yeah helping the guys out, and um, they have a new single coming out in a couple of months, which yes. every time they work on a new song, it just always becomes my new favourite song. I don't know how <laughs> you can have that much ability to write a better song each time you write a song. But anyway, they're doing it. Um, and, yeah, live, like, they're super awesome. They're actually um, jumping on the Angie McMahon tour um, yes. in July, which is super fun. We'll get to go back in the car together again, which we did <laughs> over February with the Tiny Little Houses tour. And yep. we drove around Australia, and I made sure that we stopped at all the big things. Um, <laughs> we saw the big merino and the big banana and the big koala. <laughs> How many big things are there? You'd be surprised. <laughs> we googled it uh and there's like four, more than 40 across australia so what yeah we have a good 37 still to go but you know <laughs> we'll see how we we play it out maybe we can find some more on the angie tour but yep. um fingers yeah. crossed yeah um so yeah blood to bruise this was off their last ep um and i think probably my favorite song off the ep um you know just I don't know. My heart hurts when I think about them. They're, they're just the best. <laughs> I, I find I love Jackson's songwriting and I find that he has a knack of creating a cadence in his songs that gets stuck in your head. Yeah. And I find every single song will do that just because of the way he writes. It's a really clever little thing that he does mm. and it's just really awesome. Um, I think for a really long time, Mud was my favorite song and yeah. I adored that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This one is probably coming up there now. Yeah. Um, from that EP, but every single song is pretty, pretty dang solid. Um, uh, wait till you hear the new single. Ah, oh, it's so good. I'm pretty excited now. <laughs> I'm just going to message Jackson and demand to listen to it. Um, but I also wrote in my notes here that football references make me happy. So I will love any song that has a football reference in it. 
Um, uh, Mount Defiance do it very well as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so more football references, people. <laughs> Send them my way. I love that shit. Um, but yes, let's let's have a quick listen to a bit of Blood to Bruise by Rat Hammock, and then we'll talk about some other song. My baby lets me sleep when we got stuff to do. She pours another drink when I'm looking blue. She's super so guitar, dark brainwashed blue. I love her like a lung transplanted ashtray dim. My baby never cries because I treat her good. I kiss her past her thighs when she's feeling rude. Hey, just going to jump in here for a moment to give a shout out to our amazing sponsor, Yamaha Music Australia. They've given me an AG06 audio interface to record with and it's been an absolute dream since I've had it so much easier to record with and and do all the stuff and even to record remotely to do a lot more uh, with what I've been wanting to do with Australian Jam. So Yamaha Music Australia, amazing team, brilliant people, uh, thanks to them. I've gone a little bit off script with this one. Uh, I haven't covered a remix on here before and when I was running the blog I pretty much refused to do remixes because I was just like, no, not doing it. But I'm making an exception here. So, um, big exception, big exception. Um, so Cubsport did a remix of Jack Rivers ballroom. What a tune, right? So the song already was amazing. Bang. And then Cubsport who are amazing have done their first ever remix. And it's just amazing. Like I keep saying amazing. No, it's a dream team. They've, it's, it's beautiful. And it's a team that you wouldn't anticipate to work so well together mm. in that respect. And like Jack Rivers songwriting and all that kind of stuff is, is just awesome. And that's what makes her songs, her songs, obviously. But Cubsport do this weird kind of eighties, nineties, electro thing about their music, like electro pop from that era. And they've brought that into this, mm. but it sounds modern. If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. it would fit perfectly on a record of theirs or something like that. And I think that's a really cool thing to do, but you still know 100% that's Jack River. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of that. You're right, it totally would fit on their album. Yeah, so it's like a cool balance, and I think that's what a perfect remix is, mm. is finding a perfect balance between the two the artists. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, I'm such a massive Cubsport fan. Yes. Like, um, actually, we just announced them. They're um, going to be speaking at our changes uh, yes. Festival. Yes. Uh, so am I, actually. We, oh, of course you are. <laughs> yes, I knew that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Shard D'Souza is doing a Q&A with Cubsport on the second day of Changes. And, um, yeah, we're super stoked to have them down. You know, they're such a unique band um, in that they have such a massive underage following. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been really committed to supporting that underage following, um, you know, by doing heaps of those kinds of shows across Australia, um, which is something that not a lot of artists really prioritise. Yeah. Um, and they engage with them online as yeah. well, but in a really healthy way. Yeah. Not in a it gets getting too close kind of way mm. and not in an abusive kind of way. It's just they engage with them on a level that underage fans get so much out of just a tweet back totally. or something like that. And it just keeps that. And I don't think they do it to keep the fans. I think they're genuinely oh, doing totally. it from a good spot place, but that keeps your fans coming through, doesn't it? Yeah. keeps them 
connected with you in a way that they're going to keep coming to your shows and buying music. So they found that really perfect marketing kind of mm. branding mm. thing by them just being themselves. Yeah. And they're really open. And I think that's what will be really interesting to hear them talk about at Changes is, you know, how they've gone about doing that. Like they've, they're still very independent in the way in which they do things on their own terms. And um, yet, you know, they've really built that following over the years. Like I remember it was probably like maybe a few years ago that they played the Evelyn Beck Sandridge did that support tour. Yeah. And then, you know, this last tour, they sold out like stacks of corners and stuff. And, you know, they've just, they just continue to really, build it you know more rats a similar example in yep. that instance like she's really great with fostering her online audience and particularly in that underage space too so yeah i think um the thing that i love more rat i'm a massive massive more fan but i think the thing that Cubsport have over her at the moment is that they back it up so much more in a in a live sense in terms of the sound the production yeah, yeah yeah well they've got like i don't know if you went to that corner show but like the lights and mm-hmm. everything like it was just so incredible yeah and they're all such amazing musicians and vocalists that have really trained their voice mm-hmm. um i think that's probably something more right could probably work on a little bit but she's only what 18 yeah no, like there's so killing. much she's time amazing. for her to do that she, yeah she owns the other half of my heart to <laughs> she yeah her songwriting uh, not to get off topic but her songwriting is is ridiculous yeah, as can well I have four songs can i have a morat song please <laughs> let's just talk about morat we love morat um but yeah cubs would do that just back it up live so well mm. and i think that only enhances everything else they do really well jack river too mm. um same same with her she's flipping amazing and she does so much work in terms of the community of the Australian industry as well and I think that goes unnoticed but it's really important mm. um yeah anyway let's let's listen to a little bit of the Cub Sport remix of Ballroom by Jack Rivella excited that we get to do this i've been wanting to do this for a little while now um kate has an unreleased song for us that i'm allowed to play a little bit of so get excited people yeah exclusive yeah <laughs> i'm i feel honored that i get to be a part of this special moment <laughs> um so tali Marnie is um yeah also you know a part of our push family yep um tali and i met when I was a youth worker at Darabin City Council and um, we were running a program called Decibels Records, yep. which was a youth-run record label um, run by a group of teenagers um, signing local artists uh, in the Darabin local community. And Tali was in a band called Biddlewood, yes. who um, were one of the bands that we signed uh, back in 2013. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, the first artist that we ever signed to Decibel's Records was a band called Animo. Yes. Who you might know um, through someone called Alex Leahy. Just a little artist. Just a little Alex artist called Alex Leahy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a really special alumni of people that that came through that Decibel's Records program. Um, yeah. And Tali is no exception to that. Um, so Biddlewood um aren't really doing much these days um and tali's been really focused on her solo project under the name tali mani uh and 
Yeah, she's releasing an EP later this year. Awesome. Um, but this single Cave Woman will be out, I believe, in the next month or so. Sick. Uh, and, you know, oh, Tali, just what a captivating artist, you know. Um, you see her live and she can be playing in a room with a bunch full of drunk idiots just like yelling and she gets up on stage and plays and everyone just stops and she just owns it she's so um yeah captivating and an incredible songwriter the way that I don't know she she can (sighs) tell (laughs) tell a story that yeah is super engaging and I don't know she's She's an amazing singer and, yeah, I love her to bits. That was such a starry-eyed sigh just <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I love Tali a lot and um, this song, when I remember I heard it for the first time a couple of years ago and, um, yeah, it's – she's – yeah, again, similarly to I feel like everyone that I've spoken about today from the three artists that I picked, you know, um, this is the beginning of her journey and I can't wait to see what she goes on to do. Yeah. Um, I found the – Trend, the movement from kind of the first part of the song into the second part of the song really interesting and kind of slightly unexpected, but it fit really well, which I mm. thought was really cool. She is an interesting songwriter, isn't she? Yeah, and moving her voice from kind of one style into the other without it sounding out of place was really cool, I think. Yeah, how does she do that? I don't know. That must be so difficult to do, especially live where you can't do other takes or anything. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she's just phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited that we get to kind of share the first little part of this song. And um, as soon as it is properly released, uh, we'll definitely be sharing that with everyone. So here is a tiny, tiny sneak peek of <laughs> Cave Woman by Tali Marnie. Staring at the ceiling. chosen a song that probably everyone has already heard um because it's going gangbusters which is well deserved um i've chosen killing my time by g flip i wasn't so much a fan of about you the first single Mm. i thought yeah it's a good song whatever i'll move on i'll listen to something else um but this one's really sold me and i'm super impressed by g flip and there's been this big talk recently about her being an industry plant or something like that, which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> Why you hear that? Big, yeah, it's been like a big thing, and um, I don't think people that you planted her. Apparently, lots of people planted her, and she hasn't done any of the work herself, oh, um, which God. I am personally affronted by. I don't know her at all, but um, she, I know for a fact that she's been working her butt off for years, sending out demos to people and playing in bands and doing all this stuff. And mm. just because it's clicked for her now, um, because she's managed to get a team behind her to release these songs, doesn't mean that she hasn't done the work herself and people need to give her credit for how hard she's worked. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that because I'm kind of sick of particularly women but young artists in general in Australia or artists in their mid-20s who haven't been heard of before because they were playing in bands I'm kind of sick of them not getting the credit when they release a song that's unbelievably good and, oh, how can this be this like be covered this much if I haven't heard of her before? Maybe because you're not at the local <laughs> scene going to gigs every weekend. So give the artist credit. If a song is doing well in Australia on 
not necessarily commercial stations, but community radio and things like that, it's probably because they're working their absolute butt off doing un- unbelievably hard hours and things like that to keep their music getting out there. And then when it does click, it really clicks. So mm. anyway, the song is great. <laughs> Let's talk about the song. It's catchy and it's got so many different elements in it. So um, she sings in different ways throughout it and she kind of brings different genres into this song. Mm. But it's just a super catchy pop song as well, which I love. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm a new uh, fan to G Flip. Um, only really over the last few weeks. Yep. But um, yeah, I think it's a killer tune too. Yeah, let's uh let's listen to a little bit of uh, "Killing My Time" by G Flip because she's a champ and give her credit. Release me, baby, please release me from home. Cause right now I can't call you my home. Baby, inside I die. Cause the way you look, you know you got it. We're at the end of our episode already. That went really quickly. Um, Kate, what have you got coming up that we might be able to check out or go along to or just be keen to know yeah um well as i mentioned before we have the changes summit and live music showcases coming up on july four and five um across a bunch of live music venues up uh collingwood uh smith street and brunswick street and in fitzroy so yeah um that's kind of where my headspace is at for the next six weeks excellent Um, so yeah come along to that you know it's something new um that, you know, we've never really done anything like this in Melbourne before. And, um, you know, working on it over the summer, I tried really hard to create an event that was responsive to the needs of our unique community here in Melbourne. And, um, you know, we have some incredible curators from Milk Records, Hysterical Records, um, Bad Apples, you know, a whole bunch of amazing Melbourne labels and organisations that, um, you know, are reflective of their community's um, individually, but the wider Melbourne music community as a whole. So, um, this is a really great opportunity for us to celebrate what a, what a special place we live in and all of the individual facets that fit within it. And yeah, yeah. It's kind of shaping up to be what Melbourne's been crying out for, isn't it? I hope so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, not to put too much pressure on (laughs) Look, I think that this is just a really good opportunity to not only celebrate our artists and venues but our audiences mm-hmm. you know we we are the live music capital of Australia if not the world and um, that's something that we should all be super proud of and use these kinds of opportunities to really get out there and yeah champion everything that we have awesome going on here right now yeah um, from what I've seen of the speaking lineup it's looking pretty good too um, I'll be speaking on behalf of my work. So if anyone wants to come and listen to me talk, uh, you can also do that, but I don't know how much of a selling point that is. Hey, I, I will be there. Um, but yeah, the full program's up at changes.melbourne. Um, so yeah, check it out and come down and be a part of setting the future for the rest of our music industry. Yeah. I'll be sure to link that in the show notes as well. Cause it'd be awesome if everyone went along to that. Um, what have I got coming up? I don't even know anymore. Um, I bought a ticket to go into Odette and that's pretty much what I'm excited about right, right? now because she's flipping amazing and I yeah. talk about it every week, <laughs> but I love her and I'm so excited. And if anyone hasn't seen her video for 
most recent single that I've completely forgotten the name of, which is terribly embarrassing. Um, it's awesome. Go and watch it. I'll also link that in the show notes. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of lecturing today. I'm really sorry. No. Um, but yes, thank you so much for coming. Hey, now that for we live me. close to each other. I know, neighbor Rooney. Yes, we should <laughs> hang out more. Um, and yes, I'll be back in two weeks. Uh, go and listen to local bands. Go and see them live. And if you're listening to them, listen to them legally. Stream them. Even if it's a stream and it's a couple of cents or whatever, it's still something. So mm-hmm. please do that. Um, I'll stop my lecturing now <laughs> and I will see you in two weeks. Thank you, Kate. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>